Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay, and welcome to everybody's in the chat room tonight and listening as well. I'm always going back to thinking of when I first started these shows, I did never, ever, ever think that they were going to get as big as they have. I have been on this laptop all day, and I have been messaging, emailing, telephoning, and literally all over the world, but mainly to America. The phone calls, the emails, the amazing people I have been speaking to, and tonight is absolutely no exception at all. As you all are aware, I have been promoting and literally sharing and trying to bring to the front the awareness about the dogs that are being shot by our police. As you are all aware, as with the Ask Sue show, I always sit on the garden fence and I make sure that I can see all aspects of this story. Of course, our police have got a job to do. They have got to go into houses that have got dogs in there that obviously could be, could be dangerous. But so is every house that they may go into. And that, let's face it, may not just be the dog, but actually the human that they may be arresting or whoever it may be. The other side of this is, do our police also need that common sense? Some of the shootings that we've seen have been quite horrific, to say the least. And tonight I have got, and hopefully this is the right number that I'm going to be fetching on, I have got... um, some amazing people coming on to the show. Firstly, let me introduce my very, and I'm hoping this is the right, I'm hoping this is going to be my co-host, Eddie Sintron. Hi, Eddie, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good, just doing yourself. Oh, all the better from hearing you. I, I know that Blog Talk Radio is having issues again, which is really winding me up, but the thing is, I just needed to make sure that you were on the show, so thank I did. I did actually sit here and talk to the laptop and ask for everything to go right. So fingers crossed, everybody. Everything stays okay. <laughs> yeah, but like I was just saying, Eddie, you know, and I just want to carry on with this for a second. Uh, I have got some very special guests on tonight, and a very special co-host, of course. But we're all wanting for change. We are all wanting to promote positive thoughts. There have been some horrific stories, and I am not going to take anything of them away from any owners that have lost their dogs. I can't sit in your situations. I can't sit on um, seeing my dog being shot in front of me through some horrendous scenes. And I'm never, ever going to say that we'll forget about them. We are not. But what I will say is I cannot change any of those dogs. I can't change where they are. I can't change the injuries that they may have received, the ones that did survive. What we can do is we can prevent this hurt, this wrongdoings from happening. But also for the police that are sitting there saying, we have had no training. We do not know how to go about dealing with these dogs that we are faced every single day. It is no more different than me and Eddie just going into a house today and not knowing how a dog is going to react. Those police have had no training at all. But tonight, we want to bring forward voices of change and also to bring a change in... We're literally talking about changing um, the, the training of police. We've actually got where police are wanting to join forces with us. But also, we are going to be bringing on the show 
a lovely lady called Cindy, and her, um, she has her husband, Mark, whose dog, Lily, was shot right in front of them. Cindy is going to be coming on into the show later on in the show. And before she comes on, I want everybody to be able to listen to the video that her and Mark put together. Now, Eddie, do you want to explain to people why they put this video together? Okay. Uh, the, the idea uh, uh, came from the chief himself. He felt and asked them to please compiled a video of the, uh, the incident, what they felt. Uh, th he wanted them, he wanted it to come from the heart. And indeed, uh, just listening to the chief, you knew that he was, uh, he sympathized with that situation simply because, and these were his exact words, he felt that his department did not deliver the proper services to the bowling family that day. That is a, a great and powerful statement. Not only that, that shows some type of integrity with the leadership and, of course, the, the department. Um, and that's how it came to be. And, of course, this video uh, is shown before every training class. Uh, and, yes, there was a disciplinary action on the officer, uh, per law, they cannot disclose what it was, but Cindy and Mark did not want did not want the officer to be fired and relieved because they acknowledged that the officer did not have any type of training. So that's how that that came to be, and um, and the also quoted. I know I have a dog, and if that happened to my dog, I would be devastated as well. So he was able to sympathize and have empathy. In other words, he put himself in their situation, and that makes a statement and uh, a powerful one in that. Definitely. Now, this video does, I've just looked, it does go on for six and a half minutes. Now, obviously... I've put the link into the chat room of this video, but I, I just want everybody to be able to listen. Um, and it's powerful, and I will admit to the fact I sat here with tears rolling down my face. It is very powerful, but it's from her heart, and she is, I'm going to say, a mum and, and Mark, dad, of their baby. We know how much we love our dogs, but some of these police obviously don't realise how much. And uh, I just want everybody to be able to listen. So we'll be back in a few minutes once this video has played out. Lily was torn from our lives by the most unlikely source that we ever imagined. I think everybody will agree that that is one of the most heart-wrenching parts that I have ever, ever heard. Um, 
I'm hoping that that just played okay because uh, a couple of people are saying that they couldn't hear it and hopefully it worked. Um, uh, let me just get Eddie back on. Hold on a minute. Uh, Hi, uh, welcome I'm back, on. Eddie. I'm on. <laughs> Could you hear that okay? No, I, I, I couldn't hear it on my end. Well, I wonder why it wouldn't work. I don't know if Blog Talk Radio is messing about here, and if, if it did, I'm going to be very annoyed. But everybody, please join um, on to the Ask Sue Show, Ask Sue Radio Show Network on Facebook because the the video is on there, and uh, I will be shown on all the pages again because it's so strong and so powerful, isn't it, Eddie? Do you know what I mean? It's well, add me in exactly. tears, and um, it certainly it's got to surely make changes as well for us. Exactly. I I believe any any individual that uh, listens to it, I think it it would be hard for them to contain an, any type of uh, emotion or or a tear to the eye because it is very very compelling, and uh, the officers' uh, reactions as well. In the in the uh, the presentation, the academy, uh, a lot of them uh, were moved uh, at that, and uh, we're trying to get on track with the the positive, because we yes we can rally, we can have petitions, but after you draw the petitions, then what? Okay, so this is where we want to start. Where are we going from here? We know. Uh, the the actions of some of the officers, we know what they do. We know uh, uh, the 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 same old story that were just justified. That's always the case. But what are we going to do to make things right? To bring about change, and that's what this uh, show is all about today. It it certainly is. I mean, to be fair, you know, I have got to say to everybody, you know, we we've had our rant shows. We had two of those. We've had the, the literally the going over from that over to like saying to people, what do you want to do about it next? What what can actually make the difference? And uh, we're just amazed to be able to be having Cindy on the show a little bit later to really be able to show you exactly what is being pushed forward. This lady, let's just remember, has just lost her dog. And she is already working to make massive changes. And it's total respect from us both. Um, But I just need to just blow somebody's trumpet, as they say. And the reason that I got Eddie on here today as my co-host is because this guy is working so hard. He is getting in touch with the police. He's forwarding stuff, you know, and he's sharing and he's, he is not an ego guy that doesn't want to share things. He's put me in touch with amazing people and also, like me, wants to do that positive change, but is sharing it with other people. And this is what I say to people. This is not about egos anymore. If we want to do changes, we have to work as a team. It's got to be a team effort. And I am really glad to be part of a massive team to be able to make changes, but also to be part of it with Eddie as well, because all of us are working so hard. And I was really glad to speak to Cindy last night. And for her to say to me, Sue, you're in my A-list, was the biggest respect (laughs) I could have got from her. And she wants to also us to join forces with her as well. So it's literally making a huge, huge difference. 
Um, and, you know, and this is what it's for now, isn't it? Positive and moving forward. And not only that, so let me interject this. Uh, the positive change, I mean, because Cindy, she has, uh, she is a paralegal. Uh, so she understands uh, the jargon, the language uh, of the legality and everything. But the one thing that I sort of gestured to her because I saw how she was moved uh, by the, the trauma of the incident. This was months, uh, several months later, and she still was suffering uh, for, the, for the loss, uh, which is very hard, you know, because when you bond, the, the canines, dogs, they bond with you. And one of the things that I, I, I told her, because we have to, like you said, we have to work together. We have to set aside differences. I have worked with people that I have a totally different view from them, but it does not stop me from working with them to get the job done, to get the job. Because why? Because our canines, the canines of the community, people's dogs, they are the ones at risk. And can you imagine people bickering when we have all these issues with the, with, with the dogs? Well, we're getting out of focus. And, and sometimes some of these stories, they, they really devastate me. I mean, and, and they go around in circles in my mind, the way the, the, the dog I shot and what the family went through. It really, really grips my heart. But I, I, I saw that I had uh, mentioned to her that because she's going to be involved with this, she's already on the right track with requesting from the, the police department, Chief uh, Homestead, we have to try to stay focused. We have to set aside uh, the emotion because that's going to come, you know, so we can stay focused because it, some of the stories are just horrific. You know, and, and it really, really does uh, bother us. And it can take uh, the win out of you. Cindy, uh, actually, she has two full-time jobs because this cause, this fighting and crusading for the state of Texas, for the, the, the people's uh, family member, their, 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 their uh, beloved uh, pets, she's doing this on her evening and then the weekend hours. So to, for her, it's, it's a full-time job. As for you, uh, as for myself, uh, many uh, times you caught me uh, late night. And that's because things that I can get done uh, on the Internet to uh, get the job done, plus what I do physically, to whether it's delivering a petition or making some contacts, I do. So we have to get involved uh, and then go in the right direction because enough is enough and we just have to approach and find the solutions. You always find the solutions, you know, to every problem and, and situation. There is a solution. So we want to focus on what we can do to start bringing about change. And one of the things she noticed and uh, she ran it by me is that even when they ran their petitions, they got more petitions out of the state of Texas and around the world than what they did in their own community. So when, these, when people get upset, they rally, and then they want to uh, get a petition going, you get 50,000. There are some petitions that have gotten 
over uh, 50,000 because of a lost dog that was killed by a police officer. So what are you going to do from that point on? I mean, you can't keep on ratting and raging. You have to take some action so you can get the job done, and we can take it from there, and you're going to see results. Exactly. And, and this is what it's all about. I mean, everybody knows on the Ask Sue show, Eddie, that I can rant as good as anybody. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. There's someone yeah, to rant yeah. about. Trust me, I, I can compete with most. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, it's all about sharing now these petitions and the links that we need to get out there. And also, if you see a positive post about a police officer, you know, about the training or anything, share those too. Don't just share the bad ones. You know, we need to get the positive out there as well. You know, at the moment, I've just got to say, you know, we've had the three officers from the Los Angeles Police Department that rescued Philly. They, they've gone way out of their job description to go and save that dog. So, you know, let's just remember that not all police officers are bad. You know, we and I don't mind saying live on the radio, there is some idiots that should be stripped of their uniform because they haven't even got common sense, never mind training. And they're bad, yes. And and I quite frankly will say that to any chief or anybody else who wants to think. But at the end of the day, the training needs to be put out there to support the police to be able for them to do their job properly and for the people that are with the police so they feel safe. Uh, but also so that when we see a police officer coming up the drive, we're not worried about the fact of, oh, my goodness, oh, my dog's away. Oh, oh my goodness, sorry, in the back garden. They might shoot them. Oh, my goodness. That's got to stop. And at the end of the day, we do not want people thinking, I'm not going to call the police about that because I've got my dogs. That, that can't be happening. Do you know what I mean? And I've already heard people say this. We have got to get that connection back with the police and with ourselves and know that everything is right. But, you know, we need to understand that the police, most of the police want the training. It's not that they don't want it. It's just not there for them to have. Right. Right. And, and there has been some comments from police officers that as soon as they hear it, they say, well, that sounds like a good idea. And in comparison, uh, I think Cindy highlights in... in, in in her petitioning the state of Texas for statewide is how other trainings uh, are, are done. I mean, in every aspect, uh, even employment, people get trained. And the officers, they, get, they highly get trained, uh, uh, excellent training, right? Uh, but they don't get a training to how to handle a dog. And if they do get any type, if they know of any uh, type of uh, information that's given, then why isn't it being uh, implemented? And that's what we we want. I mean, uh, employers train, and then uh, they expect you to um, perform under the training that they've given you. And then, of course, you have other workers that are in contact with uh, dogs every day, every day. And I I always have to stress this is the meter readers here in, in, in Rochester, they go... Uh, and this I would address to, to the chief. You know, these leader readers go to the very same houses that your officers are going to, the very same neighborhoods, the very same dangerous uh, areas, and yet these meter readers, sometimes they have to attain to go inside the house. Usually it's the basement because that's where the meters are, okay? And they do it in a safe manner. 
So why can't we expect that from our police officers in the community? Yeah. Um, and obviously, living in the U.K., because uh, let me just say to everybody, I'm, ringing, I'm, I'm more speaking to the people in America at the moment than I am the, my friends in the U.K., but I want to say to people that I've got the ACE card where I can actually say to all of the police that our police don't have guns, and they also have to deal with dogs every single day. Um, you know, and most people have got dogs in the U.K. as well. So at the end of the day, if they can do it, why can't we too? Exactly. You know what I mean, why why can't it be changed? It, 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 if, if they don't need guns and everything, and when I actually spoke to a UK inspector, he, his words were this. He said, we will use a baton if needed. We will also use um, spray, the spray, obviously. And I said, what about when you go into places and stuff? And he said, oh, if you, or if you need to take the dog's attention or whatever. He said, two tins of dog food. <laughs> oh, oh, that must be those CS letters again. Common sense. Do you mean, let's face it, even my cats, my dogs, whatever, if I open a tin of dog food, they can hear it from probably 100 miles. Do you mean? It, All this it, and their reaction yeah. is instant. Hey, hold on a minute, food? They will smell, they'll, they'll smell that can of food from uh, 100 feet. That's, that's how yep. keen their, their smelling senses are. Exactly, exactly. And I just want to say to everybody, let's just also note that Lily is a border collie. This is not just about big dogs, okay? Those people that think, oh, they're just talking about the shooting of pit bulls. We really are not. This has gone from um, very, very tiny lap dogs to pit bulls. It can be all sorts. We've already had... Chief Shepherd on the other week. We've had various different people, and we have had it, obviously, that people have said, and including Chief Shepherd, where he said, well, with pit bulls, you know, that most of them are guarding. Whoa, you can't discriminate dogs. This is all dogs that can be affected. So to those people who aren't sharing these links for us and think it's not going to affect me, I'm sure if I'd have asked Cindy 12 months ago the same thing, she would have said it won't happen to her either. She's got a, exactly. She had a border collie, a beautiful dog that was part of her family and never ever dog. would have thought that it was going to happen to her. Exactly. Please don't add people to our groups after an event. Add them now so God forbid that anything should happen to one of your dogs or your friend's dogs or whatever. Those people are all together with us. We can, call, we can make such a massive team and we can move so many more mountains but we really are asking for everybody's help. At the moment, we also need the links being shared to Texas because we, we obviously need more people in Texas because that's where Cindy's actually working from, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yes. Cindy's from Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. But, and she was saying that she actually, actually needs more people from Texas, didn't she? Exactly. So... But if anybody wants to call in tonight, you know, obviously I don't want to make it into um, a negative show. But if you've got some ideas and thoughts, or maybe you're in an area that you think you may be able to help us, well, maybe you can get people for, to, for signing the petition and everything, please give us a call in, 
347-927-9694. That's 347-327-9694. Or you can email me direct. I have got the old email going. Uh, it's asksueshow at gmail.com. That's asksueshow at gmail.com. Um, oh. I am hoping, um, Eddie, I'll tell you over the radio that, uh, you know that guy that we saw on YouTube that was um, telling people about what they should do um, to prevent these tragedies from happening? Um, he has just in- emailed me and I've also just friended him on Facebook and I've just sent the link to the show, so maybe he'll call into the show as well. Okay. Uh, let me interject here a, a little bit. Uh, let's share. Uh, I'd like to share uh, Cindy Boyling's uh, email because uh, she's given me the freedom to give out her uh, email, especially uh, the people um, in Texas, because uh, we want to support uh, Cindy. Uh, and her um, email address is Cindy Boyling, and that's C I N D Y. B O L I N G three at gmail dot com, and then uh, if you type in on Facebook, if you go to Facebook and type in uh, Cindy Boiling, I'm pretty sure she would uh, take your uh, uh, friend request because we need to uh, really support Cindy, and then I need people in the Rochester to support what we're doing, and this is how this all came to be. I'm going to uh, give you a little backdrop. Uh, I got a call from Cindy, and maybe she can refresh my mind when she comes on how how we got connected because it's kind of vague in my mind. Uh, And I I know I did get a call from her, and she wanted uh, me to speak to the sheriff uh, in Monroe County because their police chief, and the major, they wanted a training, but they were searching uh, across the country, and they didn't see any department that was implementing a training program. And I says, there's nothing? And she says, no, the only ones that are doing anything is Monroe County, and we would like to uh, get the sheriff to share some information. Uh, and I I uh, addressed it to the administrative lieutenant that was uh, – working on it for the leadership of Sheriff Patrick O'Flynn. And uh, he got in touch with the major and the chief, and, of course, they were conversing. And I I wanted to stay out the picture because that was between um, law enforcement. And Fort Worth, Texas, took that information to start assessing what they can do. And and Cindy got the mayor. She got a, a state representative, a city legislator, um, the police chief and major. I mean, she rallied up all those individuals for a meeting, and I remember her being so nervous uh, the week before, and I was just giving her reassurance by what she was telling me, she was fine because she did a lot of more homework and input to it than I had. You know, I, I only contacted the sheriff, but she contacted the community leaders. So this is what we have to do is approaching them, okay, with a, a, a plan, a request, a plan. And if you want to draw a petition to get some petition support, that's fine. If you want to uh, highlight uh, one of the pets that was uh, 
was uh, killed by an officer, and that's why uh, you want this training. Anything that will will uh, motivate them to see how they can work. Now, let me say that across America, uh, a lot of communities have these neighborhood watch um, uh, teams in the community. Uh, and why do they do that? Because the police department, they do want to have some type of partnership uh, in the community. But you're not going to get complete uh, support if they are out killing our dogs because people are going to be hesitant. They're going to be hesitant in calling uh, on a stray dog. They're going to be hesitant in, you know, especially if they know the dog because if they've seen the dog uh, in their neighborhood before, they're not going to call the police. So if they knew they had this training to deal with these situations, well, of course, they'll be a little bit more uh, helpful in the situation. But that's what I did, and I gave her the information, and after uh, the lieutenant uh, Phelps contacted them, shared the information they were doing, uh, obviously uh, they assessed it and they compiled something that was going to work for Fort Worth, Texas. And obviously, after the training, which was uh, four days, uh, they had other communities that wanted this training. And it's a hands-on training, and uh, Jim Osario, he does use his uh, German Shepherd. Uh, I believe uh, the dog's name is Carl, and which makes it a little bit more interesting for the officers as, as he demonstrates um, his techniques and um, and applying them to to a dog, which would be an unfamiliar dog. Um, so that went well, and they got a positive re result. And Cindy was just telling me that since that program was uh, implemented in October, that's when it was uh, um, um, presented, uh, they've had no issues or incidents with any canine uh, in the city of Fort Worth, Texas. So, you know, that, that's good. And obviously, uh, when the uh, year c comes around, they'll assess the program again. They'll evaluate uh, uh, what they can do better uh, and commend individuals that have done well. And like you said before, not only the ones that, that uh, have shot the police, but the ones that have done well and the right thing, highlight those officers. We had an officer that uh, saved the dog, and the dog was hanging from a fence, okay? Uh, and you'll you, you, you probably grin at this one because after he released the dog, the lady says, well, don't hurt him. And he said, no, 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 I'm a dog lover. And as he walked back to the squad car, he, he couldn't help and break out laughing because the dog was inside behind the steering wheel of his squad car. <laughs> obviously, obviously because he was uh, next to him, he picked up the scent, and he followed the scent right to his squad car. So tell me, if they don't know, <laughs> you know, their, their, their intelligence to, to, that, to, to that level. Um, and these are the things uh, that we got to highlight. Another officer... Um, rescued this dog that came out from the bushes bleeding, and he took it to the vet. He paid for the vet expenses, and he adopted the dog. And then, of course, the, you, you know the story of Officer Dan, and there's many more just like this. Now, why can't the rest of the police department 
follow these actions and these uh, good deeds that these officers have done. Yep. Yep. Exactly. There is, like I said, you know, there's so many good ones. We've seen Philly being rescued. We've been seeing so different, you know, so many different stories. And unfortunately, like we always say, bad news seems to travel so much faster than good. Always. Do you know what I mean? Now, um, I'm just sorting out um, callers that we've got on the line. I know somebody's just inboxed me and said that they're going to be on hold. So I'm just sorting um, this out now. Hold on a moment. Right, okay. Hold on. I've got so many windows open on this thing. I'm surprised it's even working. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let me just... um... Right, I think we've got Hector on the line. Hi, Hector. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Sue. How are you? Now, firstly, um, I just want to say to everybody, uh, during mine and Eddie's talking during the, the till very hours early this morning till three o'clock this afternoon i fell upon um, a youtube clip of a guy that was talking about dog shooting and everything and i thought hold on a minute this seems like a guy who's got a good voice who can speak quite well and and you know can <laughs> talk decent english and talk sense so and here he is hi Hector, how are you doing <laughs> i'm doing well i'm glad you uh you found my video I stalked you. It's safe to say I did stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> I give you, I give you permission. How's that, too? <laughs> okay, that's brilliant. You know, it, it's, I've done so much stalking from the UK. It's ridiculous. It's just that you're all in America. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> well, well um, I, I hope, I hope you found the video very informative um, because I know uh, it's kind of. A, I have another video that targets the homeowner too because it's kind of like a dual responsibility. Yep. Now, Hector, can you just, I mean, I must admit, in, in my defense, we did look at the, the video quick because we literally, we, I've got that many windows open on this laptop. I've done that many phone calls. I'm trying to get everything ready for the show because myself and Eddie, and I know Cindy will be coming on to the phone, on to the phone line soon, um, we're all wanting to do positive things for change. And by what I picked up from your video, that's exactly what you're wanting to do as well with training and everything. Do you want to... Tell us what you are trying to do and what, what, what you're achieving. Well, my, my goal is to train law enforcement on options to use uh, before using lethal force. There's many options you can use. They may, they, they may not know. And my also, I have another goal that targets the homeowners that, um, that teaches them how not to set themselves up to fail. Exactly. Yep. Yep. I like so, that. When the, when, yeah, one of the biggest things that the homeowners, you know, don't understand is that there's a lot of people who will come on their property without their permission, of course, law enforcement being one of them. Um, and they just have to know what they need to do to be a responsible dog owner so their dog doesn't get hurt or so they don't get sued neither. Exactly, exactly. And, and this is what um, myself and Eddie were talking about earlier because uh, while I was talking on the Internet, I actually found um, where um, in 2011, another policeman had been shot by his partner, um, another policeman, obviously, and it was during, he was apparently going to shoot or did shoot a dog, and this guy actually got killed. And and obviously we've seen the shooting the other day outside of school and everything, and you're absolutely right. It's People have got to know how to protect their dogs, but also... They've got to realize 
And we, we, I always hear the thing of, well, my dog accidentally got out. Well, I'm not being funny. Your, your dog is like a one-year-old baby. Would you leave the front door open for your one-year-old baby to get out? Right, and then the spirit of even even if the dog is not even aggressive, when they're out when they're out running loose, I mean their their instincts are going to kick in. They're going to be more afraid, and they're going to be a little bit more unpredictable. Yep, yep, exactly. But then, but and then, not but just then that. The other, but then on the other side, the law enforcement has to understand that that could happen, and they need to do everything they can possible until. You know, and using lethal force as a last resort because that variable could occur. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. And and obviously we have seen, and and I will say this again, we have seen some cases where the police just need the old CS word, which is just common sense. And that really annoys me, especially when we saw the one that was in front of the um garage and they could have just shut the doors and again this was just because a dog was out do you mean in their their defense they just don't know when they're in a situation where they have no training and they're even afraid of the threat they're going to respond without common sense yeah exactly exactly and uh, the thing is uh, what i can't understand and, and and obviously I, I, I don't know if you heard, I don't think you've heard earlier on, but I actually live in the UK, in the middle of the UK, in a, a county called Shropshire. On our streets, we don't have guns. But our police still don't, and don't have guns either. And the thing is, they go into houses with no guns, and right. they have to deal with the dogs. Yeah, so you know my what, thing I, to American I, police I, is, I, if the UK it. police can do it, how come you can't? Yeah, I've been contacted by, you know, that, that part of the... The, uh, the world, and they all all the time say that. However, in my video, you can see that I give options also if the dog is biting, because there's certain circumstances where even if the dog is biting somebody, you don't want to use lethal force, because the dog's moving, and you could shoot the officer or the victim by mistake. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 just, I just, probably a month ago, uh, a utility worker here where I live uh, in Michigan, was attacked pretty serious by a pit bull. And he, all he did to get the dog off of him was use strikes where I taught him. Where, where he hit the dog, the dog finally came off of him. But it saved his life. He, yes, he was injured, but he's not dead. Yep. Yep. So many, so many different stories. So are people actually contacting you for training then, Vector, or how, how is it working? Or is it you're just doing the videos, or are you literally going out in the streets and talking to people about all this? Well, I, I made some videos. I took it out of my own pocket and, you know, I had, uh, had some professionally made. And then the one that you saw, I just made myself. Really, my 8-year-old daughter and I did it ourselves, <laughs> and I edited it. I edited it, and um, but I just want the information out of my head and on the people who are going to use it, more importantly than anything. But there is a lot of, there's a person in Australia, Netherlands, uh, Holland, you know, a lot of those people don't have any kind of information on what to do and how to protect themselves from a dog attack. And even just like you said, they don't carry, you know, weapons. So what do we do then, Hector? What do we do if we can't shoot the dog? So then I tell them what they need to do and that it's worked for us over here. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, Hector, I, I spoke to um, 
an inspector. I did just say this earlier, and I spoke to a UK inspector and said, listen, you know, what do they do? You know, how do they deal with dogs? They haven't got guns, so what else do they use? They use their bastion as a last resort sort of thing, do you know what I mean? That is an option. But their main thing that they use is the spray, but also, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, you know, the F word, common sense, two tins yeah, of dog food. And the spray sometimes will just make them more aggressive. What yeah, their main, I agree. Everybody's main, yeah, everybody's main line of defense out there, everybody's yep. main line of defense should be reading the dog's body language. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It is, exactly. It is that simple. And, and when I talk to law enforcement, they say, that is your main line of defense when you're talking to a person, isn't it? Well, you have to utilize that same behavior with a dog. And it doesn't take that much work and knowledge to know. I mean, I, I teach them in five or ten minutes about dog body language, enough for them to leave there and remember it. So, so I'm going to really put you on the spot, because obviously it must be a little bit harder when you're over the radio, because it's good to do actions, I suppose. But, um, sure. you know, never, one day we might get to the TV, but at the moment we have to just put up with the radio. But <laughs> explain to people what you actually look for. So when, when you've walked into a room and a dog's coming at you, what would you advise people to do? Now, when you say room, are you are you putting me in a position as a police officer, as or or or, or what? You you put what kind of, you put yourself in whatever position you want to. You carry on. Okay, if somebody comes up to me and says, "Hector, how do I differentiate between a friendly dog, a potentially threatening dog, and a dangerous dog?" Help me read this dog body language, so either I don't get bit, or I don't, or I don't hurt the wrong dog. A friendly dog, his full body is going to be moving when he's coming at you. Regardless of what breed it is, his full body is going to be moving, open mouth, open closing, normally. That's universal with every dog. And the remarkable thing about dogs is that they don't lie. They can't. They're not going to lie. So you'll be able to read them and trust them. So their full body is going to be moving. If he's potentially threatening, he's, not, he's going to be holding his ground and maybe giving you direct eye contact or shying away from you but not moving. In a dangerous dog, his full body is going to be direct, directly at you. He's going to have tunnel vision. His hackles may come up. And don't, don't, don't think that his teeth are going to be showing. Sometimes they're so relaxed and one and tenant on biting you, they're just going to run straight at you. Yeah. Uh, Hector, um, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, you were on the show. This, this is a, a, a treat indeed. And as you might know, uh, you know, I founded Canine Partners of Monroe County, and that was to uh, address the, the, the legal law enforcement. And I saw that laws had to be changed. Now, in in in, in rep, retrospect of what you're saying, as far as when you uh, confront a dog, approach a dog, okay, you know, dogs, they they you know they tend to read people's body language. So we need to learn how to read their body language. The first thing law enforcement, uh, 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 they get involved in is the tone of voice. You cannot address a dog with that type of voice, loud voice, because they respond to, to voice, noise, and motion. And, uh, you know, Correct. It, to me, I've seen, I've seen many dog owners that you don't hear of dog owners having incidences with certain dogs because they already have a dog and they know what to look for. And I already told Sue this uh, this story, but I'm going to I'm going to tell it real quickly because 
it, it identifies because I was trying to, in my mind, troubleshoot what I did wrong. And I was approaching my house, and there was a roadblock, and then a city officer would happen to be a sergeant. Uh, I needed to speak to him so I can get through. But as I got out the vehicle, my dog slipped out, and he started approaching the officer. Of course, the first uh, three words that came out of my mouth, he doesn't bite. So I try what happened, because normally he doesn't do that. And I said, Eddie, you didn't say stay because I had my dog on command. If I would have said stay, he would have stood. But I noticed what the officer did. The officer stood right where he was. He knew that the dog wasn't a threat, and my dog just went up sniffing, and then, of course, he, 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 he started petting my dog. And I gave him a command, and he slipped back into the car. But this officer knew better not to move forward. There are certain things that a dog would take as a threat. You can, you can have a pencil in your hand. If he sees it, he takes it as a threat. Yeah. Now, you're right. I don't know. They, 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 no, you're right. The they, they, they can read a, a person and within seconds. They already know. In seconds. Thank you. Thank you for affirming that. Every time somebody <laughs> questions me, I'll actually prove it and make a video of it to prove that. I mean, I have plenty of videos to prove everything, or if a, if a customer or, or a client wants me to put myself in a situation, I do that too, so I can teach them what to do, instead of shooting them. Excellent. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I feel, I feel uh, in any situation, I feel that it's unfair to allow the dog to make that decision. It's up to the human, the human, to redirect and give this, uh, the dog, the, the, the right choice, the right choice. Right. And you the cannot make any, any, any gesture that to them is a threat. So if you don't, yes. if, the, if the dog, if you don't know the dog and he's sniffing you, don't even attempt to pet him over the head under the right. chin. You see, because right. over the head, is, it's going to be a threat for them. Right. They don't know you. They have no loyalty to you. Who are you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the the only difference is if it's a trained dog, it's going to respond differently because it's get, it's being trained. It handles itself confident and it knows the weaknesses that a human being has. So it's right. going to be a little bit more more assured of himself. But you're right. In 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 theory and in practice, you know you can you can dictate what the dog's behavior is going to be based on your reaction. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, I've heard, you know, I usually, because I take my dog to the park, I usually have a couple of tennis balls, and I do have a, 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 a real firm spice stick. Why? Not, not for my dog. It's just in case because some people still think that it's okay to turn them loose in, 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 in a park because it's open and their dog does, uh, is a friendly dog. But most dogs, if they see another dog, they'll want to play, so they... They run off. They can run off, and if I have an encounter, at least I know what to do. So that's why I would carry a, a tennis ball, and that is one of the most powerful tools that uh, Jim Osario uses is, is a tennis ball to uh, detour the dog in another direction. They're going to go after a moving object. Right. Here's the here's the here's what I've done in my studies with the tennis ball and with the treats because a lot of places give treats too to a dog. 
what 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 you're doing is that you're rewarding the behavior that the dog exhibited prior to you giving that reward. Now it exactly. may work it may it may work for you initially. I'll I'll give you an example with the treats. Um that might be a little easier. If a person in a uniform every day gives this dog a treat, the dog is gonna associate uniforms with treats. Well let's say one day a police officer is a block away and this dog sees somebody in a uniform and runs as fast as he can to get a treat. Yeah. What do you think may happen to that dog before he gets to the officer? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 that, and, that, and that also applies with a tennis ball. Yes, it's a quick fix, but I have to look at the long-term effect, not the short-term effect. And the long-term yeah. effect is that you're setting your dog up to have his mental trap about whatever he's getting rewarded for. It could be he's getting rewarded for aggression, or he could be uh, being rewarded for an encounter. Either one, exactly. you're setting you're, you're setting the dog up for failure. We had a shooting here many years ago where a nice Rottweiler was shot, and that's how I ascertained what happened, is that the, the, the Rottweiler saw somebody in uniform, thought he was going to get a treat, and I don't blame the officers, a 120-pound Rottweiler coming at you. You have to defend yourself with that big a dog. Your, mar- your, your margin of error is very small when you have a dog that big. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. And certain breeds give you a less a lesser margin of error, so you respond faster. Right. Now, Hector, are you doing um, training at the moment? What? How how much training are you actually doing, and how far have you got with it? Uh, sorry, well, I didn't mean I, that I, sounded that that sounded totally wrong. I didn't mean that as if are you a professional? <laughs> or not. I mean that in uh, how far have you got? Are you actually? Working with police, or is it just really with the public? Where are you at? Sort of explain to us. Well, I do both. Um, I am I am working with law enforcement who contacts me, and um, that couple of videos that I have on YouTube, they use a lot of them on roll call for their roll call. So they'll play it for you know just before they go on the road, they'll you know they'll allow them to see it, and that's mostly what I have right now. Um, I have gone across the nation giving seminars to law enforcement and locally around here. But uh, since I've made the video, a lot of them have just watched the video. Now, to be fair, I mean, um, I did, like I say, did very quickly watch it. But you've got, um, how can I put this, a powerful voice. And obviously, we need to obviously get these type of videos out there. But also, how do you feel as far as, because at the moment... um, we're working towards trying to get a bill to actually get together and give training to the police where we can actually get people in to literally show the police. Because let's face it, some of these, and no disrespect to the police because they haven't had the training, but they really haven't got a clue. Well, they, they don't. And like you said, in their defense, they, this is a whole new different, you know, aspect that's, you know, that's evolved. And they need to learn how to do it, and it's not, it's not that difficult once you once you once you train them. It, they can pretty much figure it out from themselves when they use discretion, when not to. Um, and yeah. again, not just law enforcement. That's just one part of it. The other part is the is the pet owners. You know, there it's a huge part of how the officer handles the dog too. It's a it's a it's a dual purpose in in in, in saving your own dog's life. Exactly. You can't just give the responsibility to, you know, to the police department. I mean, we 
own the dog. I had a, a discussion with somebody on, online the other day where, where they said, well, I'll just let my dog loose. It's my yard. And when I told them, you know, that people can come on your property without your permission and broke it down to them, they kind of understood, you're right. I never thought about that. Yep. And, uh, and if, for example, an officer's on a foot chase and he happens to run through your yard and your dog is there, he has very little margin of error if your dog doing his job by protecting his property and his owner. Exactly. 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 And, and, uh, and then again, I teach law enforcement, listen, this is a dog that is loved and who's doing his job well. If you were a criminal, you would be here in excitement instead of in what you're doing now. I mean, it works both yep. ways. Do you know what? He's saying what we said this afternoon, isn't he? You know, there has <laughs> got to be some responsibility taken by these owners because, like, if, for instance, the ones that are having drug raids on the houses and stuff, you know, some of these people actually put themselves... Now, let me just rephrase this. This isn't everybody because there has been drug raids that weren't warranted right. and weren't checked right. out. But I will also <laughs> say that the ones that are are saying, hey, you've shot my dog. You know, like, hold on a minute. You, you've just been doing drugs for stuff. You know, do, do you want the police just to leave you be because you're a dog owner? That ain't going to happen. You know, well, and I, I, I also said to somebody, there was somebody yeah, commented to me the one day and said, oh, that there was a guy in the backyard. The police jumped over the fence. They wanted to arrest this guy. It was a friend of the person that owned the house. The police jumped the fence to get this guy. And she said, well, no, they could have left him till tomorrow because at the end of the day, um, they knew where he lived and everything else. And they jumped. I went, hey, hold on a minute. If, if that guy had nicked my car, right, the day before, and, and the police came to my door the following day and said, well, actually, we did see him. He was over the fence, but we didn't get him because he wasn't at his house, so we thought we'll get him tomorrow at his house. I'd be telling them to get their ass back up to that up that road and get him over that fence and get him chucked in the police car. He nicked my car. Yeah. yeah what, do you and, mean? And one of the thing, one of the things they do here sometimes, I can't say it all the time, but they use a the dog as a diversion. So before before the officer gets there, they put the dog in the front yard in hopes that the officers don't continue on and yep. knock at the door. And then in the time being, they're either flushing the drugs or doing something or getting away. Yep. Exactly. There's there's a lot of variables, in, especially with law enforcement, that 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 sometimes they have to think within seconds before anybody else. And I think the more training and the more education you have, they'll be able to respond much more quicker and much more effectively. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Eddie. I had a good find on YouTube, didn't I, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> that, was, right. that, was, that, that do, was great. <laughs> do you know what, though? I have just got to say to everybody, right, and this is a little bit of a rant, right? I have people that get in touch with me via email or inbox on Facebook, and they say to me, hi, how are you doing? I'm such and such, and I do this, this, and this, right? And I'm thinking, I could have done with you two weeks ago on the show, and I look at their friends. They've got, like, 20 people, mutual friends, and... I'm like, well, why didn't anybody tell me about you, like, two weeks ago? And they went, oh, I don't know. If anybody knows somebody that may be good for my show or good for something that we are trying to do, please, will somebody forward me the link of that person or that company or that group or whatever it may, forward it to me, bring it to my attention. I am one person, and I have just by 
pure luck stumbled against you today because we were literally we were looking for something else and I just come across and went this sounds really good and I'll listen to you and like I say you've got a good voice and you it's how can I put it there's no mess about talk it's literally to the point and it's not in a foreign language that Joe Bloggs can't understand I get that quite often and and I'm glad you said that it just reinforces I have a lot of passion for what I do um, I've tried yeah. many things else. I've, I've tried being a police officer, corrections officer, uh, animal control officer. I've tried many facets, and it's always taken me to dogs. Um, so I, I, I stopped, uh, you know, fighting, and I let it, you know, I just start focusing on dogs, and that's it. And 10 years ago, no, 12 years ago, I did my first demonstration for a police department, Lansing Police Department here in Michigan. I trained every single officer. And you'd be surprised um, how much the shootings went down and how much the officers started to care about saving dogs instead of shooting dogs. Okay. So, now, here, here's the question. Why, why don't we you – you've done so great – you said Michigan, right? Yes. Okay, and, and that's what we need to hear. We need to hear what's happening in Michigan uh, with, with law enforcement in, 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 in the way they're, they're handling uh, these dogs after your training. You know, highlighting well, the effectiveness, I know, effectiveness. Well, I can guarantee you that it's changed a lot. But then I've talked to other departments, you know, and proposed it to them for me to go into their police academy and train the new officers. And I can tell you one chief. I won't tell you the department. He's, he's not a chief anymore, and you'll probably uh-huh. understand why after I tell you this. But <laughs> I, he said to me that all he does is stick the shotgun out, and if the dog bites it, he blows his head off. That was his response to me. Uh-huh. Oh please! Uh, did you did you say that he's already left? Oh yeah, he's 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 been gone for a while now. But that you get different you get different mentality, and you you can't say anything back. That's just what they are. There's no use arguing it. But you um, but you get different mentality. And, but I think a lot of it was he just didn't know what to do. But you know that also reflects on the leadership because a chief or or a sheriff. They're they're the ones that can give an executive order to 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 the 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 officers they command, and if they have uh, a, a training in place, you follow the the uh, uh, protocol uh, before. The lethal force is the last last option, and that's because the dog has already uh, uh, attacked uh, the officer, and he's under attack, and that's. That's uh, the, uh, the the last resource of a yeah. lethal force. But well, when, I, know, when, like, when, an when, when, when an officer starts to tell me lethal force is the only option, I give him scenarios. I don't tell him he's wrong or right. I give him scenarios if it would if it would be wise to shoot a dog. For example, exactly. if a dog's attacking a little kid, would you want to shoot the dog at that time? You have you have the dog cont- continuously moving, and you have the child continuously moving. Is it wise to shoot him? And a lot of them say, well, I, I never thought about it that way. Okay, now what would you do now then? If you're not going to shoot them, what would you do? And then I, I start uh-huh. to go into, I start putting it in their mind. Another example that I give them, you're in a house, you get called for medical attention, and, an officer, and the dog is guarding the owner. Are you just going to shoot the dog? Well, uh, well, no. Are you going to pepper spray him? Well, well, no. What are you going to do? And we talk about that. And that starts yes. to get the head rolling. Man, lethal force isn't my only no, it's not. No, it's not. 
No. Just last Friday in, 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 in Pennsylvania, uh, me and Sue were talking about it today, they rained uh, uh, gunshots uh, at two dogs that were fighting. A stray dog jumped into the back of a, a pickup, started fighting with the other dog. They started shooting rounds at the dog. They couldn't uh, separate them. And then one came out with a shotgun in front of oh. the high school. Needless to say, they didn't hit the gas tank to blow up the vehicle. But you're right. That's a scenario where it was definitely uh, dead wrong in 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 letting fu- uh, uh, gunfire off. And on top of that, it was just it was just two dogs fighting. Uh, exactly. No human. Exactly. No. Uh, the worst that could happen, they would have been injured. You see, and, and there's a proper way to handle two other. dogs fighting. And I talk to them about how do you handle two dogs fighting without getting injured yourself. I mean, I go into every scenario that they want to talk about. You know, I stop and think about it first, and then I and I speak to them about it. I don't have all the answers, but I got a hell of a lot of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I tell them, you know, okay, two dogs fighting, it's just property against property, right? Uh, in in the United States, you know, dogs are considered property for a good reason. Right. Um. And so, okay, they're just destroying property. You have time and circumstances on your side. Wait for backup to get there. Have them help you break it up. Yep. I mean, but you don't Campbell, have to use your weapon. I mean, you, you're, you're dealing with ricochet. You're dealing with stray bullets. You're dealing with many variables that all go against you. Exactly. Do you know, I, I'm just going to say to you, um, I, I've, I can actually comment about the fact of two dogs fighting because um, it was a little while ago now, but I've got a Rottweiler and I've also got a Labrador Cross. Now, believe it or not, the Labrador Cross, which is about the size, she's crossed with a Border Collie. So as you can imagine, she's quite small build, really. Now, she's the top dog over the rest of them, even over Rossi, (laughs) believe it or not. Now, when um, Miracle is outside sometimes, Miracle will try and take the mick out of the top dog, Penny, and they began to start fighting. Now, the funny part was... Me being me, because obviously they're my dogs, I charged in between them. And now they weren't bothered about me. They were more bothered about get, trying to kill each other. But the funny part was, at the end of the day, Miracle knew that Penny was top dog. And the yeah. only thing that came out of those two was a bite on Penny and a bite on Miracle. That was no, it wasn't life-threatening. There was a little bit of a mark, and that was it. So Isn't let's just be realistic. They, 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 no, but my point was being, those dogs got blown apart and killed by a police officer with ordinary guns and then a shotgun just to finish them off. He did all that when two dogs like mine literally were fighting and they had a bite mark each. So he, yeah. he could have, in theory, killed two dogs with shooting them when really he could have just left them be and they could have, and like you said, Eddie, could have had very little damage to either of them. Yeah. And even if there was a lot of damage, they still got time and circumstances on their side. They're just fighting against each other. They're not, they're not attacking a human being. Exactly. exactly. You know, so, so, does that mean, so does that mean if they get a couple of teenagers that they don't think they can split up, they're going to blow them away because that's all they can do? But you don't resort to your final option, even with people. You, you know, unless you, you might have to. But in most cases, you know, you do your verbal commands and then you're hands-on and then, you know, and then whatever else you need to do. But you don't want to resort right to, as soon as you see two people fighting, right to, you know, hitting them with strikes. And, and, 
they don't know, you know, the, the steps to take to stop the threat or to stop the attack, they are going to resort to the only thing they know best, which is the quickest response, which is lead the force. Exactly. Can you still hear me? Hello? Nope, I'm still here. Uh, it's uh, Sue. I don't know. If it... Did we lose Sue? Is it just you and I now? I, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we lost Sue somewhere. Uh, and I, I think she's trying to uh, fix the problem on her, on her end. Where are you located? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm located in Rochester, New York. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Not That's uh, near Buffalo, between uh, Buffalo and Syracuse. Okay. Yeah, I remember the uh, the shooting that was on YouTube about the dog in the uh, road, on the on the road when the uh, when the man was um, having a seizure and the football went after the officer. Oh, uh, that uh, the city of New York. Yep. That was yeah. That was the city yeah. of New York. I remember seeing yeah, that. That. that, that. Yeah, that was uh, Star. The dog was was Star, and the dog. Uh, they did have uh, surgery on, on the dog, and the dog is doing okay. Uh, but that that was uh, that was a natural uh, response from the dog in in protecting. Uh, that was uh, the dog's owner at the time. Uh, yeah. Homeless man and a homeless dog, stray dog. Well, obviously the dog uh, uh, looked to him for the the the, the caregiving. And everything, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, you know, I started my 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 com- campaign uh, over um, a pit bull that was shot, uh, Diablo, uh, in Penfield, New York, and we wanted to see what we can do to bring uh, about change. And of course, uh, the case there's a case uh, still pending, but we uh, I I thought that trying to uh, bring attention to what's going on and bring more safety to the community, then I started to, I, I, uh, I started K-9 Partners in Monroe County because I wanted to address law enforcement and I wanted to address uh, the legal system. And even during the, the election time, I was trying to get people, reach out to your state uh, senators, tell them what you would like to see. Are you, would you support a training? Let's get these people in office that are going to support. So well, even, even if they don't want to, they can watch my videos free. I'm not charging anything for them to watch my videos. That's why I yes. put them up there. I mean, an, an officer on his own initiative, if he really wants to learn, you know, they do they do their own training sometimes just for their own benefit. They can get online and look at my video. I've had plenty of officers say, wow, I, they never would play this at my my training and my roll call. I'm glad I, you know, I'm glad I stumbled across it just like Sue did, and I watched it because now I'm I know what to do. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Well, the, do you know what? And, and I think what a team we're going to make because my thought in thinking I'm sitting a bit quiet because my phone decided to cut me off and I almost had a heart attack, but I'm okay now. I'm breathing again now. Um, but <laughs> I just want to say that I'm thinking. This is my thought at the moment. Eddie, wouldn't it be fantastic to literally say to, and I don't mind doing this, my stalker act, I will put your videos on police forces' websites and 
um, Facebook pages and whatever else and Twitter them. And I will say, this is what we're talking about. It's not something yes, severe. Yes. It is as simple as this. I'm, I don't want to get rich doing it. I will do it just to help dogs. I will do it just to help law enforcement but, so they don't shoot dogs. Let me just be realistic here for a minute, right? Do, I know that I saw somewhere that on one, just one time that a dog has been shot, they are suing them for $620,000. Wow. Right? Now, if you are one trainer, and we need to get more trainers because we need to get the whole of America done. This is not just not one state. We need to get all of them done. And, and why should yeah. you give out your time for free when at the end of the day these policemen are being paid, but you're also protecting them? <laughs> That's not just the public you're protecting. My, you are doing passion, so much good. Because this is my passion, and I am getting paid. My payment doesn't have to be in monetary amounts. My payment, it, it can be where an officer calls me and says, I saved the dog's life because I didn't shoot it. Or a homeowner calls me and says, you know, your training helped me save my dog's life. I didn't let him out when the police were there. I trained him enough to where he, he was good enough when he was um, aggressive. I, I was able to call him back. I mean, things like that, are, are, are they're worth more than you can ever imagine, Sue. And not only that, is that uh, I understand what Hector's trying to say because not only that is that he's having police officers seek his uh, services and and uh, and be, because yep. of the need and the passion that exactly. he has because we we have um, a member uh, our supporter she was a former police officer and she now is a, a professional uh, dog trainer and she's. She has to modify many behaviors that other trainers, because they use force training, uh, yeah. and, and and it's just made the dog so aggressive. One of the trainers, uh, it was was uh, in Iraq. Uh, he trained military dogs and everything. And then one particular day, one of his clients came home early because he trained them on their property. And this trainer had the dog, his dog. Is the, the client's dog up in the air by the choke collar? Yes, yeah, I, I, I know that as well. That, yes, and needless to say, the guy kicked them out. And, and it's sad, uh, you know, to hear a, a story like that when they think because he was in Iraq uh, and he, he did details for President Bush and President Clinton that he is uh, a highly, highly uh, professional trainer. And many, and the sad part is many of these clients have wanted to put their dogs down after he took uh, a hold of them in his training. So yeah. this, uh, this officer, um, a former police officer, she's had to do a lot of modification, and the, the courts use her, and she's even had to represent a case where there was, uh, they had to determine the level of bite because obviously the ma mail carrier that got bit uh, and approached the dog instead of retreating, and the post office sent them uh, a letter to contain your dog or we can't deliver mail, because right. that's what they do in these situations. Mm -hmm. And yep. instead, she just went, and of course, the, the, the dog is just, they do what they're, they, they're, they, uh, they're, they're meant to do. They, they protect their, 
their their space, their turf. It could be a chihuahua, yeah, it could be a pit bull, or any breed. That's what that's what they do. You'll never change that. That goes back from Bible times. Uh, a dog yeah. is a dog is a dog. So they have, they all have behavior uh, uh, issues because that's why you train them from puppies because they have issues. And mm-hmm. right through adulthood, you have to uh, maintain the, the 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 training and everything. So you know, and she many many of these cases. She has in charge because she wants to save the life of the dog because right. it's already in a court matter. See, yeah. so but money is the, not the, always... The, um, right. Exactly. The, the, post, the post office and utility companies, the, uh, the post office and utility companies seem to be my, my biggest um, clients, uh, especially the post office here in, uh, in the Detroit area uh, where I do their in-service training, their new employees in-service training. So, so I, I definitely, I mean, it's a totally different aspect of, of police and pet ownership. That, uh, but nevertheless, I mean, they still, they don't have a weapon, and they can still, you know, defuse a dog's behavior just by their body language alone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And training is another aspect, you know, the, the the pet owner training. If you have a good watchdog, you know, how do you how do you train him to control his instincts to not only use them to your benefit, but not be a liability. You know, what are you going to do if a, if a bad guy is in your backyard? Are you going to send him? Absolutely not. You're going, to be able to, you're going to have to be able to call your dog back to you so your protection is near you, not away from you. And that takes right, a little right. bit of training. That takes training. Right. That, doesn't, that doesn't come natural to a dog. Obedience is the last thing that comes natural to a dog. That's why you yeah. need to do it. Now, I yeah. mean, going back to, to the training, I mean, every dog is trained differently. There's no way when I would use a correction, uh, a correction collar on a dog who's voice sensitive. And yet, a dog who handles stress with aggression, you're going to need some sort of hands-on to break that tunnel vision so he doesn't mistake your kindness for weakness and he doesn't have the need to protect you because he thinks you're weak. I mean, there's, there's different levels of training dependent on the dog's temperament. And, and I talk about that, too, even with law enforcement, on why this dog handles stress with aggression and why this dog doesn't. Because it, it plays a part on how to defuse a, a particular type of dog or a breed of dog. And it helps yeah. them understand why dogs respond with aggression and some dogs respond with submission. Excellent. Hector, just, please just stay in the line a minute, because we've got um, another caller that's just calling in, and I don't want to miss um, Cindy if it's Cindy. Hi, welcome to the show. Uh, Sue, this is Cindy Bowling. Oh, hi, Cindy. Let, let let me curtsy down to you. How are you, darling? Oh, I'm fine. I just got home from work, changed clothes, and called the show. <laughs> oh. How are you all? Right. I'm just Everybody... now tuning in. <laughs> well, we've got. Do you know what? I've had a fantastic find today, Cindy, and it was on. And he was on YouTube, and he's just discussing. Um, he actually is already started. How long ago, Hector, is it since you started doing the training? Oh, it's been about uh, 15 years. So, 15 years. And his name's Hector Hernandez. And in, Hernandez. he's just telling us that this is what he's already doing. He's already got some videos on YouTube um, already saying to police what they, what they need to be doing or what they need to be looking out for and all sorts. So a, a fantastic find today. But and where is Cindy, he located? You, where I'm located you, in uh, East Lansing, Michigan. In Michigan. And tell me yes. the city again. East Lansing. East? East Lansing, near the MSU campus. 
Yeah, the MSU. Okay. Okay, and for 15 years, where you know the connection is hard. I'm very curious about this. And and are you a uh, a citizen? Or are you part of law enforcement? I w- I've been a former law enforcement. It's been about seven years. I was only in law enforcement for two years, and uh, I've been an animal control officer. I've been a corrections officer. I've done many many other facets, but my main thing is dog training and uh, protecting yourself from dog attacks is what I pretty much teach. Stu, I don't mean to dominate, but let me quickly ask, would you mind going to my, uh, if you're on Facebook, going to my Cindy Bowling page and message me? I would love to communicate more with Um, you. Cindy, don't worry. It's already in hand. I've already stalked him. He's on my Facebook, and I promise you I will inbox you with his details straight after the show. Thank you. (laughs) That's what it's called proper stalking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, if you, you have, know what, so, and, I, and again, you can go through my my videos. Some of my videos I made professionally, and some I did myself. But uh, because I'm doing it out of my own budget, but for the most part, the, the information that's needed for law enforcement is on there. Okay, that's good. Because it's just. I'm, I'm just, I, oh, sorry, I must just say, I'm just so taken back that I found somebody like yourself because it was just by chance. And I just want to say, uh, my friends and your friends, if there's any that are mutual, I'm seriously going to have words with them after the show. And also, um, I need to obviously, Cindy, I, I obviously need you, we've got half an hour of the show. Please just tell everybody, um, I, I've played the video bef- be- at the beginning of the show so everybody knows the story about Lily. Could you please... Tell people, you know, what you're actually doing at the moment, because to say you're busy is the understatement. And, you know, and my respect, and I know everybody else out there as well feels the same about you. But please, could you tell everybody what you're doing and what you're wanting to achieve? I will, and today's a good day for me to tell you that. I had an hour-long meeting with the chief of police at Fort Worth, Texas, um, this morning. He gave me as much time as I needed. And the purpose of my meeting, working backwards, is to ask Chief Halstead to present to the city of Fort Worth a uh, support package for the mandated training that I am trying to get uh, mandated across the state of Texas. And his support will be going to the city of Fort Worth's legislative committee and asking them to support whatever legislation is proposed for mandated animal encounter and behavior training. And tonight he is it just so happens to be meeting with the Fort Worth uh, legislative liaison and the Fort Worth lobbyist not only for the state but the um for the the country, the D C lobbyist. I gave him my package and the bill. And um Chief Halstead's going to present that. The other um the other portion of what I'm doing is I have already drafted proposed language for a bill and submitted it to Senator Wendy Davis and also to Representative um, Craig Goldman. Ideally, Senator Davis will author my bill for me because of her seniority, and Representative Goldman has told me that he will um, try to persuade her to do this if my own communications can't persuade her to do it. And if he can't find anyone, he will author my bill. And with, what this means is 
The bill will be presented to the 83rd legislation of Texas. They only meet every other year. It will go through different committees, and ideally, um, there won't be any amendments. Uh, the bill I have proposed is tailored completely after the training program that Fort Worth um, Police Department now undergoes as mandatory trainer um, as a result of Chief Halstead putting that into place. Um, it requires eight hours of training. So ideally, the bill will be passed, and uh, an organization that oversees law enforcement in the state of Texas will be told that they have to mandate this training for all peace officers. Uh, originally, I'd said law, all law enforcement, but not all law enforcement in Texas are peace officers, meaning they're out on the street carrying a gun. Um, police, I have discovered uh, through my own research that the cost of mandating this training is a hundred dollars per officer, and not every peace officer in the state of Texas has to attend a paid training session. It's set up where the certified instructor officers can go to classes and learn how to do the training program. Then they go to back to their own agencies, and agencies come together and they take this training, and it's and it will be part of a mandated training in addition to mandatory continuing education. And they will learn not only how to use alternative methods, but they will also learn to change their mind frame about when they are surprised by an animal. That's what I am right. doing, and that's what my full-time, part-time job is now. Okay. Well, I have, I have those options for them. Um, also, Cindy, there's also a law enforcement training network. It's a cable that a lot of law enforcement subscribes to. Um, there's no reason why, you know, I couldn't do a talk there, and it reaches out to everybody, not just Texas, but everybody. The, I, I am not opposed to some type, some use of video training, but I am absolutely opposed to um, solely using video training. I believe, based on my attendance of the Fort Worth training program and my research with people who have, have uh, trained and also the officers in attendance, the fact that they are sitting in a classroom with a live person, with an animal, with a canine, and actually touching the tools and asking questions makes a huge difference. I totally agree. This is what I do in my demonstrations. You're going to think I'm a little crazy, Cindy, but this is what Probably I do. Probably not. <laughs> Anybody who gets on board is not crazy. <laughs> I have a dog. Yeah, welcome to the Ask Show. <laughs> yeah. and, and I have this on video plenty of times. I have a dog coming at me, and I don't have anything. And this, and I teach these people. First, I show them that he, he is capable of biting. So I put a sleeve on, and he bites me. And the second thing I do is I take my sleeve off, and it's just me and the dog, and I tell the person to send the dog after me. And I show law enforcement in their face how I stop this threat from coming at me, knowing that this dog is capable of biting me. And you're right. Seeing it for your own eyes is much, much more benefit than a video. I'm just, I just propose video as an option for, for, um, more, uh, for like immediate training for the ones who can't attend the live, you know, the live uh, demonstration. Mm -hmm. And and another in a, in some forms that may be so, 
Um, but again, um, in Texas, this is what I'm doing. And Sue asked me to to talk to a different approach, and that as you, anybody who's familiar with our story, we chose not to file a lawsuit. What we chose was to approach those people who could make a difference and and first demand and then realize all we needed to do was talk about what needed to change. And right. we discovered by uh, talking as civil, educated, painfully hurt people to those who could make a difference, literally they sat back and said, wow, this is not what we are used to being faced with in a situation like this. 95% of the people who have a tragedy caused by the Fort Worth Police Department or a police officer comes to us screaming, saying we're filing a lawsuit. We are not used to people coming to us and saying, let's join forces and let's make this not happen again. My baby's not coming back. You're right. And Money that's what I implore people right. to do. I implore I, I, I people totally, to, I, yeah. to reach out and make a difference. Don't just cry about it. Don't just post on a Facebook page. Don't just sit back and, and say all cops are assholes because they are not. Get up right. and do yeah. something. That's why I want to do this. But again, like before we before you came on the show, Cindy, I, I, I spoke about dual responsibility, about the pet mm-hmm. owner and the police, both. Absolutely. Which is vital, vital to saving the dog's life. I agree, and, and, and you do, and folks out there, need, we all recognize who have been subjected to these um, killings that in our situation, it happens so quickly in fast motion, not slow motion, and folks need to understand that because we saw a police officer standing there, our radar, our danger radar was on low alert. We weren't concerned. It was a police officer. The last right. thing yeah. we were worried about, mm-hmm. because that's our that's, experience that's, with police officers. That's a good point, and, and yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Where I grew up, it was the opposite. But you're right; that's a, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, folks need to do something instead of crying. I, I believe me, I, I have cried and cried and cried, but through my faith and my recognition, the only way to to do to get through the day is to try to stop this from happening and crying and wanting other people to do it for you and not writing letters. Everyone knows how to write a letter. Emails do not work. They do not work. You have to get out a pen and paper and write people. You have to get on the telephone and call. The old correct way. You're right. (laughs) Yes. Show that you are passionate enough about wanting to make a change that you are willing to put more than two seconds of an email into it. Because there's exactly. a lot of lazy people who are crying about the pain of their dog being lost. Exactly. And that's just a fact. And, and, and we, yeah. can't, we can't sit back, uh, as Cindy. Uh, you know, I, Cindy, I, I explained to, uh, to Sue how, uh, and Hector how you reached out to me because you said that Fort Worth, uh, the chief house, and they were checking to see him and, and the major there, uh, who was doing this type of training in the country? They didn't have any right. type of resource that, well, they didn't even hear about the, we have Hector. Uh, Sue reached out to Hector today, last minute. She did some networking and everything. 
And then I re- recall when you called and, and you reached out, and I didn't even ask oh, you Eddie, about living. Yeah, you shared that. And I, I recall telling you that it is devastating, and I can't even imagine the pain uh, and the hurt that you went through. But I felt what you were feeling. And I, and I said that because of these things, in order to bring change, we have to set these emotions aside so we can stay focused. Otherwise, it just brings you right down because it just drains you. Uh, I've had uh, the incident uh, that happened that got me motivated to start Canine Partners uh, and to go in and, and ask the sheriff, can we do this, uh, was because of uh, Diablo. Okay, who was was trained by a certified police canine trainer from since he was a puppy, Mm -hmm. since he was a puppy, and he never was a threat to end it. He wouldn't chase squirrels or rabbits or anything, and he was gunned down and killed. And I said, "How? What can we do to bring change?" That's and he wasn't even your dog, Eddie. And you did something. He wasn't even. You you knew the importance of it. Exactly, you, and I felt, your help, I felt your help for me was you were somebody that the first person I talked to that you said, Cindy, this is what you got to do. I know you're in pain, and you, I mean, I was desperate to talk to you because you were doing something, and when I hung up, I thought, man, this guy is <laughs> is taking me on the right track of, of making a change for Lily. Yeah. Yep. And I exactly. gave her, I gave you, I gave you reassurance because you were on the right track, and it 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 just amazed me because you had gone further. You did more than what I did because I only addressed the sheriff, and you addressed the mayor, you addressed the mayor, the captain, the the uh, city legislator, the state legislator. I said, wow. So I was trying to re- refocus that attention. And I recall you said, well, next week we have this meeting, and I was trying to give, oh, you're going to do well, because that's what we need. We need to. We need Hector right now, you know, because uh, with his experience being law enforcement and these other capacities, he's got the experience. Nobody can say he's not experienced. But, you know, I find that the typical dog owner, and many do get laxed with, with, with their dogs and everything, but they don't fear approaching another dog. You see, right. they have a better a little concept of, of a confrontation. You know, they just need to realize that they're always responsible, no matter if if your dog is on the leash or off the leash in the dog park. You're always going to be uh, held responsible. Right. So, Very good point. Uh, and, Very you know, good point. the training for a dog is ongoing. Mine is every day. Right. Every time I take him out, I'm, you know, reinforcing all the, 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 the good uh, behaviors because they need the refresher courses, you see. So we're all, and, uh, we're all saying the same thing. There is something that everybody can do. I and Sue, you know, and it, let people know that I'm a paralegal, but that doesn't matter. I I wasn't a paralegal when I was not sleeping at night and I was devastated and I didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. That's the last thing. I just started thinking about who I should call. And you don't have to have that background. You don't even have to have a high school education to realize this person 
governs this person, and this person governs that person. And maybe I do know someone. I know somebody. I know a school teacher who who can who can help me get hold of these people. I have. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It does. Anybody can pick up the phone, and as long as you remain civil, people will listen to you. If you start screaming, you're not even hearing yourself. Exactly. Remain civil. Exactly. And and then uh, uh, trying to before it happens again. And you know, in my mind, I said this can't happen again. And 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 I had to address it so it wouldn't happen again. And by far, uh, there hasn't been an incident with the 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 county, the city. Yes. Uh, but that's uh, another ball game, and I currently have a petition to address the chief, you know, and uh, requesting that he join the Monroe County Sheriff's, okay, in the same county, in in this this training. See, so how can he not say no? His response on Twitter, because he has a Twitter town hall meeting every Tuesday, he says that they were looking uh, and assessing this with the humane uh, society here. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to have to wait to see uh, on his end, but I'm just reporting what we've been doing with the, uh, the sheriff's department and everything. And it's bringing awareness, trying to mm-hmm. bring more awareness in the community. Uh, we're thinking about public service announcements on, on radio and TV, 10, 15-second spots around news time, you know, on safety yeah. for, for people's uh, 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 canines you know, their dogs right. and everything, to make sure. You have to rest assured that your dog is safe at all times and supervised. That's the biggest part. Uh, and today, I mean, the topic, uh, we had a little, uh, we had Hector call in, um, mm-hmm. and he shared his experiences, but it, it's for the positive. And positive, he was a police officer. So how much more positive that, uh, can that be that he has police agencies requesting his services? And then uh-huh. with what you're doing, with what you're doing uh, in uh, in Texas, trying to bring the training across the state, uh, I too have a senator before his uh, election, and he was elected. He reassured me that he would take this training that he heartens that uh, we've already begun with Monroe County to to Albany. So you know, you you have to start somewhere. You see, it you was do. only a thought, a thought and a desire to get something done. And, you know, we have the right to, to rally and everything. That's our constitutional right. But what are you going to do to move forward? It's time for positive change to work forward so we can address the system, the officials. Those are the ones that can bring the change. And I did get a commitment from the senator and by the way, I, I, Cindy doesn't know, but our sheriff's department was elected to president of the Sheriff's Association in the state of New York. And it's, huh? they have to vote. It's an elected position. And he was sworn in by the lieutenant governor who was chief of police in Rochester, and he was the mayor of Rochester. Now, take it uh, from there, don't you think that the sheriff is going to share the training? Of course. That- yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're, sh- we're sharing this. 
but we want to give Cindy Boyning support in, in, in Texas. That's a big state. There's a lot of police officers there. So there's, there are, there's 75,000 peace officers in the state well, of Texas. Cindy, you wow. have my support. Sorry, whatever, you need, whatever you need, Cindy, you just let me know. Okay, and I can get hold of you through through Sue's webpage. I, I've already inboxed him. <laughs> you, you want to go to my webpage too, uh, which is dogencounters.com. That has all the videos in, uh, pertaining to um, protecting yourself from dog attacks. And Sue, sorry, have you, you, you attached that too? Sorry, can you just say that again? It's dogencounters.com. I'll uh, I'll oh. send it to you right now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So. If you inbox me that, Hector, I'll pass it on. As, as they say, in the, say yeah. here, there's no moss under my feet. <laughs> okay. That's easy to remember, and, and I will. Uh, it's just, you know, I find, and, and, I, and I'm and i not bitter. I'm not, I, I'm a bit, well, I, frankly, Sue, and I shared this with Eddie, and, and I'm disappointed in the citizens of the state of Texas who, are, who have experienced this whether first-hand or second-hand, and they want the change, but they're not willing to put any energy into it. And nothing is going to change by just complaining. I need folks to put energy into this. And I've got all the energy in the world, and I'm going to do it without any help if I don't get any. And this is going to happen. But folks... Can I can I just stand by the side of you here? And I know Eddie will, I know Hector will. But yes. firstly, I, I cannot think I can personally well speak for Eddie and Hector that we are stood right by you, and you have, there's no way we're going anywhere. We're stood right by you. But I've also got to add on to that rant, because um, you don't know about the Ask Sue rants, but we have rant moments on the show, and this is one of mine. You are 100% right. I have had inbox after inbox after emails after people sharing their page with me that they have had their dog shot and everything else. And I have got to say, I am very disgusted by the fact of how many shares we have had about this show. Everybody knows or should know by now that this show is the one where it's going to make a change. I'm not here for going over old ground about who's had what dog shot and how it was shot and everything else. This is for change. This is for positive movement. This is about things making a positive change to prevent this from happening again. We don't need any more lilies dying. We don't need you being upset or other people being upset. Let's just stop it from happening. But we can't do this on our own. This show, there is not that much media attention. Media will not go along with animals, and everybody will back me up on this. They won't do shows unless it's a pit bull ripping the hell out of a dog or it's something like, you know, or a pit bull, you know, pulling a kid to pieces. Oh, my goodness, every station does it. This has got to get out there, and the only people who are going to get this out there is animal lovers. And I am begging every one of you, do not sit there and whinge about what's going on. Don't whinge about what the police have done or not done or should do or shouldn't do. Just share the links. Share what's important. Share the positive movement that we are trying to put in force. If this lady that only lost her dog in May can literally stay up, and I'm going to say probably day and night pretty well, and go to meetings and make a change, what excuses has everybody else got? Because I don't believe there's anybody's got one. 
If you want to make a change, don't sit there whinging at me. Don't send me inboxes. Don't email me. Just do something about it, and we are giving you that chance to do that. There is a petition to sign. There is things to be shared to make people get the awareness. One of the things that Cindy is asking, we need Texas people on board. So, come on, we need to all pull together. This is teamwork. This is not just about the Ask Sue show, Cindy, Eddie, and Hector. This is about everybody pulling together. If you want change and you're sick of these dogs being blown to pieces for no reason except for the fact that they have not had training, then here's your chance. Either put up or shut up. Do something. Sorry, but it's just today. Tell everybody you know about this. I've just looked at these shares today of the Asu show. You know, you you guys have all made the time. Hector, I've only contacted you literally this afternoon, and you've come on the show literally yeah. on a drop of a hat, and that people can't share the link. It's as simple as one share. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. And they just can't be bothered. They just can't be bothered. Oh, they would sit all there all day and whinge do... about it, but nobody wants to do anything. So I tell... Anybody who will listen. I will be at the pet store and took our new puppy and someone said, oh, how cute. And I tell them, well, my Lily was killed by a Fort Worth police officer. Oh, really? And you know how many people are not aware of this tragedy going on? Yep. A lot. Right. I tell everybody who will listen and they say that's horrible and I say, please speak out about it. Look at on t- American TV. How many commercials do you see that have an animal in them? Mm-hmm. 95% of them. Write to those advertisers. Write to Purina. Write to Dove Soap. They have animals in there. Hell, toilet paper commercials have animals in them. They have right. a puppy. Write to exactly. those people and tell them what's going on. Right now, you know, that's my that's my next campaign. I'm going to start writing to all these people who use animals to promote their product and say, do you realize our animals are being killed every single day? And you know what the impact that will like be? Mm-hmm. Right. People need to know, yep. and, and I, it's, I am surprised, but I fell into the category until Lily was killed. I had no idea that it was happening at a rate of four dogs a month, and that's just through August of this of, of 2012 in the state of Texas. That's a well, lot. I, I, I had can, no I, idea. I can tell you it's a lot higher here in Michigan. <laughs> and Michigan's I, I mean, a smaller state. Yeah, and Michigan's a smaller state, correct. That we also have what the two, three top top ten. Uh, you know, crime cities in the in the country. You can have that. <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> Detroit is where you know. Wait, like, yeah, I, I go there quite a bit, and, I, and you know, thank God nothing's ever happened to me. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of you know of dog issues there, and like you said, everybody's yeah. a dog lover. But Lily is serving a great purpose that a lot of other dogs can't. She gave you the motivation and the courage to step up. I know. And, you know, and, and the fact that the officer thought our other baby was a pit bull, and the whole word pit bull is offensive when used in that tone. But And I realize, you know, Gracie is my baby, and she's not this beautiful furry girl, but she's beautiful, and I realize that God chose Lily. God literally chose Lily. Yeah. And I, yeah, for you, yeah. 
But do you know what, Cindy? I, now, listen to me. I, I have only spoken to you from yesterday, and I just want to say to everybody, I, I need to do a, a bit of a shout-out to these three amazing people, right? We have got Cindy, who literally just lost her dog in May, and it was literally moving mountains already. I've got Eddie that is exactly doing the same. He's contacting police. He's contacting, I mean, me and him were literally on Skype today, and we were chucking things at each other, and I was saying, I'll inbox you this, look at this. And, you know, and then I find Hector, who's actually doing this on video, and he's actually said today on the radio that he would be prepared to do this for free if it's actually to save dogs. Now, if these people can do that, just imagine what we can achieve. These people are people that are literally not talking about it. They're doing something about it, and they have got my utmost respect. And if we need to get these people and their voices and what they're doing out there, and I, as, obviously, of course, I'm getting the radio out there, and, and I love doing this, but we really do need to work as a team. If these people can do this, you know, imagine what we could do if there was more of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and it's like, and Cindy, so- I... I Sorry, and so, uh, like let, let I said, people just that, before. Uh, our, our group, I have taken the initiative, and I have addressed one of our biggest uh, super chains, uh, Wegmans, uh, because of uh, the quality of food. Well, you know what? When you have poor quality food in, in, in your store that you're catering, okay, I mean, dogs, I mean, a, a, a sick dog, a dog in pain because of, of, of food, uh, it's going to be an aggressive yeah. dog when they're, when they're in, in pain. And you know the the positive response that I've gotten, and I drew a petition toward them, but a friendly, friendly because everybody loves this chain. And today I just got uh, they sent me some coupons because they're working on even the store brand to change the the ingredients to healthy uh, in, ingredients. That is what I'm talking about. Change, you know, you right. see yeah. something in the supermarket, you know, that's uh, uh, not right. I did it with the, the tainted um, um, uh, treats that were coming out, the jerky it's treats. From China. Uh, that's from, the poison yeah, from China. Yes. I know, but that's another <laughs> yes. poison from and China. Even, <laughs> yeah. Yes, and even if it says China, if there were jerky treats, because, yeah. you know, some of them are pretty smart in changing. And there was a lady shopping, and then, you know, I, I, I had to stress, you see the picture of the chicken? Now look at the label. There wasn't nothing about chicken on the label. You see, so when you mm-hmm. get dogs that are in, a dog in pain, it's not going to be a friendly dog. See, right. so the, the health for a dog is we focus on that. And with our supporters, some some people can't do what others. But you know what? I have supporters that are great with networking. And we mm-hmm. have literally exactly. shut, like we shut down. She's great. And we, and we have shut mm. down uh, dog fighting pages on Facebook. You mm-hmm. see? So it's just doing something. Just don't uh, uh, rant and rage about it. I got to do something. Yeah. Sorry, can I just say? Sorry, Cindy, you're absolutely right. We have got to give a big shout out to Kristen Hoffman. I have messaged her today, so I don't know if she's she's probably busy doing other things because she's so literally so engrossed in doing all of this. She's done so so much. And uh, so a big shout-out to Kristen because she's absolutely lovely. She is the person behind the scenes that put all these statistics together. She has put so much together for me, helping me. And and she doesn't even live here. And she reached out to me through Jeffrey Justice, and she spent three hours on the telephone with me just to help me figure out 
an Internet system that never in my life did I think I ever wanted to have to be a part of. I didn't even have my own email address until Lily was killed. So, you know, there's people behind the scenes, absolutely. But as yep. we all know, there are also people that are that that contact us and we want to help them. But the first question is, what have you done? Well, nothing. What have you done? Have you filed a report? No. Why not? Well, I'm just I'm just so so upset and hurt. I I just can't do it. Well, pull up your put on you know pull up your britches and go. You've got to. I can't do that for you. Maybe they, yep, maybe exactly. they need some training too. You know, they need the training on what to do. Yeah, to yep. I know. What to do? Exactly. Right. Now, unfortunately, I cannot believe it. This show has gone so fast. We have literally got two <laughs> minutes left. Uh, it, it's honestly, it's never long enough. I am. I must just say, I am going to be looking into doing a actual radio station. And if anybody is out there who would like to have their own show, please email me at show at gmail dot com. Um, but also, I just want to say again, thank you to my absolutely the three beautiful people on my show tonight. Um, obviously, we've got my co-host Eddie. Thank you very much, Eddie. Uh, thank You're you very welcome. much to Cindy, who's come on to the You're show welcome. as well. Cindy, massive hugs to you, darling. Thank and you. Hector, thank you very much. It was lovely stalking to you, and thank you so much for coming on the show so quickly. <laughs> You're welcome, and you, you got my number. If anybody needs help, I'm here. Thank you. Yes, I, will, I, will don't worry, I, I will give you a ring after the show. Um, but, but also, I, don't, I just want to point out to everybody that if I'd have spoken to Cindy 12 months be- prior to this and said to Cindy, please add all of your friends to this group, she would have probably been like the rest of you and thought it will never happen to me. Yeah. Everybody, tomorrow it could be you. Do I not know. just think because your dog is a chihuahua or it's a Labrador that it's okay. It may be you tomorrow. So please add your friends, share the links. We will be putting them all on the Ask Sue Show radio network literally tonight. Please share all of those links. Um, Cindy, Eddie, and Hector, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Sue, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, And I will speak to you all after the show, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. You've just finished with the Ask Sue Show. Thank you.